Sun's out and shades are in. Get your home summer ready with custom window treatments from Blinds.com. Get a high-end look without the high-end price with the most popular outdoor shades and transform your backyard into the perfect weekend oasis with life-filtering shades that help block UV rays without obstructing your view. Plus, right now, Blinds.com is offering up to 35% off everything, making it a breeze to upgrade any room in your home, indoors and out. With over 25 million blinds sold and 35,000 five-star reviews, there's a reason why Blinds.com is the number one online retailer of custom window treatments in the world. Whether you do it yourself or have them handle the install from start to finish, Blinds.com makes ordering custom window treatments online easy with free shipping and 100% guaranteed perfect fit. Sunshine and barbecues are in the forecast. Upgrade your backyard window treatment to Blinds.com today and enjoy your new view all summer long. Go to the link in our show notes to shop up to 35% off site-wide. That's the link in our show notes for up to 35% off site-wide. Rules and restrictions may apply. Yeah, Mr. Chaos. Boot to the face. Let's go. California to Georgia, we get it poppin', homie. We taking over the game, so fuck who hatin' on me. We bounty hunting, taking all of the trash out. Your podcast, a one-hit wonder like Smash Mouth. Y'all can talk all that big shit, don't wanna hear it. Shout out to the one and only Santana Garrett. Top rope, dropping elbows from other leagues. Who to the face, hook the leg, is one, two, three. Chris Rucker, Marty V making mics melt. The mill friendly podcast, don't make your wife melt. Beer drinking, this whiskey chugging, this podcast. We just sit back and laugh and tell them top that Competition is missing, you know they died off Every shirt they put to work is looking fly, boss You want the best in audio, there's nowhere to go Another episode right now, start the show Welcome, Boot to the Face Episode 149 Is it 148? 149, it's not the hell that shit again, it's 149 Well, it says 148 on the bottom of the screen No, it doesn't, it says 149 I will on mine. It says one forty eight. You know, um, I you I you know. Uh, I always whenever we talk episodes, it reminds me of like the the vultures on Jungle Book. Now don't start that shit again. Anyway, vultures on Jungle Book. Yeah, you never seen the ends. Like, what do you want to do? I don't know. What do you want to do? What you know do you how long do? it's been since I watched Jungle Book, Marty? It's like from nineteen eighty seven. First of all, Jungle Book's from like nineteen sixty seven, but whatever and you quote net what a way to start off episode 148 and a half well i mean jungle bug jungle cruise the rock it's all related man i'm rucker that's marty this is boot to the face episode 149 uh oh 67 hot damn i'm right on the money hot damn all that good stuff talking pro wrestling talking old ass movies i think we're gonna talk gone with the wind after the first break, since Marty wants to talk about these old ass movies, Gone with the Wind and A Christmas Story. We'll do both of those after the break. Um, speaking of movies, real quick, Marty, I watched the biggest hunk of shit last night. Thank you. I was hoping you'd bring this up because I was going to start this off with this as well. So go on. Suicide Squad, The Suicide Squad 2. Absolute fucking garbage. I'm, spoiler alert, it sucked. And 
everything I'm seeing online is talking about how much better it was than the first one and the first one sucked and they finally made up for the first one being trash and it's a great comic book movie. Did, did I get a bad copy? Like I remember when I used to get the bootleg movies on DVD, like I had a, a Wolverine movie where Logan was standing there and he had his hands up on the glass and there was a little writing that said, grow claws now, like director's cut and the claws would come up. And he was like on the fucking strings with the green screen behind him. That was the cheap ass copy I got. I feel like that's what I watched last night. Like, I think I got the wrong copy and everybody else got the finished product because what I saw is garbage. So <clears throat> I haven't seen it yet, um, but we're going to talk about this. We're talking about wrestlers and, and movies because there's three movies out right now who are like top five movies and they're, they're all starring wrestlers. Two of them, John Cena, one, The Rock. Uh, but like I said, I haven't seen Suicide Squad yet. Um, I'm, I'm going to just because it's Suicide Squad. It's just uh, DC. It's what I do. Um, and HBO Max has it free. So why not watch it? Yep. Uh, which God. I didn't realize that until yesterday. I'm like, oh, shit. It's free on HBO Max. I got that shit. Um, but I watched Fast 9 on Friday morning or Friday afternoon. And we've uh we've gone through like the whole she hasn't seen all the fast and furious movies so we went through like all eight of them leading up to it this week and we why we rented it nine so you t- i don't know if you rented or got a copy of however you got to last while but i rented fast furious nine all right so 20 bucks down the fucking drain um you talk about <laughs> you talk about suicide squad this shit like i love the fast and furious movies and i don't care what anyone says they, they can talk about how they got they jumped the boat whatever agreed they have but they're entertaining you know for the most part they're entertaining now this is the first one in like six movies without the rocks maybe that has something to do with it but i i caught myself multiple times like what the fuck are you, are you serious right now are you kidding me right now um you know and everyone always talks about how this is like a, a how they changed the longer street racing movie first of all it's never been a street racing movie like i don't care what anyone says i get there was street racing in the first movie there's racing in other movies as well of it but it's not a street racing movie from day one it's been a heist like crime movie it's no different than you know what point break was not a surfing movie it was a, a it was a cop like cop bad guy movie just surrounding surfing it's there's, there's a difference you know what i mean and so it, it's always been about heists. It's always been about crime. That's what Fast and the Furious uh, saga has been about. When there's a fucking Pontiac Fiero flying in space on a fucking rocket. Hey, man. I don't spoiler fucking, alert. Fuck that shit. I'm, I'm saying it's, spo- it's not a spoiler alert. It's you saving told me you time. It went to space. I ain't never seen it. Saving you time. It, the, the fuck, I knew they were going to space before I even watched it. Apparently that, that's been out before the movie was even released a year ago. So I didn't know that. They, I mean, they're in spoiler alert, they're in space. S- save your money because they fly a Pontiac Fiero <laughs> into space. Maybe it's got new uh, so John talk- Bezos, John Bezos medal and shit like that. Oh man, it's it's ridiculous. Like, really, you tell me that windshield's not gonna crush and, and shatter going through the atmosphere? Got it, got it. Okay, yeah, um, this shit. That's that's garbage. <laughs> that's just trash. chaos chaos theory believes it agrees with me so we'll go with that yeah i uh i tell you what though i think we've talked about this before i love the fact that you can rent movies at home now i mean you're you're a movie theater goer like you got the passes and shit you go watch movies i don't like i 
with the movie last night. It's free on HBO Max. So me and my wife are like, well, shit, let's go down in the basement. We'll kick the kids out. Oh, we'll shit. fucking turn it up as loud as we want. You know what I mean? Like, get the whole ambiance going. What a waste of fucking time. We could watch that shit in bed because I would have fell asleep. It was garbage. And then it leads to the third movie, which is Jungle Cruise, which this one I haven't watched yet. It's on premiere on Disney Plus premiere. Um, this one will be I'm, I'm going to go see this in the theaters. Um, I haven't yet. Like I said, I'm a theater guy. I love theaters. I've been waiting for the movies to go. Fuck with three kids. It's, it's, it's ridiculous. So but Jungle Cruise, I, I'm going to see this one in the theaters. Um, I rented um let's see fast and i was the first like theater release that i watched at home um i usually yeah. don't um i usually you know i haven't gone to the movies um so i've been seeing things as they come back on um but no this i, I want to see jungle cruise and i've heard jungle cruise is fantastic first of all mm. um but i mean it's fucking rock yeah. outside outside um, of like you know skyscraper what, what does the rock do bad you know what i mean we just jumped right into it without even fucking like saying anything. If you're new to the channel, hit the follow button if you want to be a chatter. Uh, in order to chat in the chat, you have to follow us. I just figured out how to do that. So if you want to come in here and tell us our opinion sucks, guess what? You got to follow us because we're trying to get to affiliate. We got to get to 50 followers. I think we're at like 20 right now. We got to get to 50 followers. We'll be affiliated eventually. We'll stream enough. We'll have enough viewers, the whole nine. If you want to call in, there's a number at the bottom of the screen, right underneath that AEW ring, 626-310-8882. That's about it. Or you can tweet us at Boot to the Face or fucking uh, Instagram at, what is it, Boot to the Face underscore, Marty? It's Boot to the Face underscore on Instagram, Boot to the Face on Twitter. And yeah, follow us anywhere you listen to your podcast, iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, iHeart, Spreaker, Full Press is where you find us all, the Full Press family, um, all talking wrestling. So yeah, that's where you find us. We're trying to become the most interactive fucking wrestling show out there, which is bullshit. Like when people say that, like everybody's interactive now, but we're trying to be the most. So interact with us and we'll re-interact with you is that a thing re-interact what's the interact what's the know. reply for re for interact I, I, i'm pretty is sure it re- is respond or, or interact back <laughs> interact back is probably the correct terminology this is the first uh podcast or stream i've done sober in a very long time so if i get some shit wrong then it is what it is uh marty what did you <laughs> I don't even know what that means, what you just sent me. Um, Figure it out. You'll know soon enough. God damn. Why do you do that? Why do you? We're in the middle. <laughs> I'm sorry, man. It's, it's, about, it's about our show. Yeah. Um, did you get anything this week, Marty? Uh, you know what? I did. My, my uh, Rock Elite Ultimate Edition finally showed up. Um, and apparently I ordered multiple items, not just the one. Uh, well, first of all, Chaos Theory Rampage was fantastic. You bite your tongue when you say that shit. Um, but no, I, I apparently I got a John the John Cena Ultimate Edition and the Steve Austin. So I have both of those come in the mail. This all th- all t- I had all three of those come in the mail this week. Um, so that was that was pretty cool. But other than that, um, I, I know I got some stuff this week, but nothing was like nothing really wrestling related. Chaos Theory says there's an indie wrestlers twitter handle whose boots to your face huh maybe we'll get some uh residual followers with people looking for them and they follow us by accident who knows 
I didn't buy anything this week. Um, every store I've went to, I go to stores while I'm at work a lot of the times if I have time. Everything I've went to, there's nothing ever on the pegs anymore except for Riho. I did see the new AEW boxes, but it was just like Gold Dust and Omega with the blue background of them. Uh, I'm looking for that Cody LJN. I think I ordered it. I think I ordered it through ringside. I don't know. I, I I order so much shit when I'm not paying attention to what I'm actually ordering and shit just shows up. So it's kind of cool. It's like Christmas. Like you just get a random fucking box. And you're like, what is this? But uh, Marty, leave the internet alone. I'm trying to see who this boots to your face person is, first of all. You blame, blame middle, chaos. Blame the chaos. Of a fucking professionally done stream. We have a producer. We got cameras. We got all these fucking lights and stuff everywhere. And you're preoccupied with some fucking indie wrestler that nobody knows who they are. And when they get released from NXT, everybody's <laughs> going to throw a fucking fit about it. Let's talk about that. Let's just jump into the news then, real quick. Talk about NXT. 13 superstars released. Some big names. Some, most of them. Who, who was a big name? Just, I mean, is, I mean, Brunson Reed's kind of a big name for NXT. Size-wise, yeah. He was just the NXT, the North American champion. Um, so was fucking Leo, Leo, uh, Leo Crew. Leo, what's his name? Leo Ruff. Leo Ruff. So was he. Uh, I mean, Conor, I mean, Conor Reeves, but he really wasn't really doing much. But Bobby Fish, here's the thing. Bobby Fish is a big name, but how the he? guy was still there after like 65 injuries, I have no idea in the first place. Like, Why was that Bobby was, Fish a big name? And I'm not talking about you. I'm just talking about because I saw people like freaking out about besides the fact that he was like the forgotten member of Undisputed Era. Like nobody gave a shit about Bobby Fish. I mean, it has to Why do was he a big name. It has to do UE has to do India. I mean, it's, just, it's a name that some when he brought him to the NXT, they brought him because he was he had built up a name for himself. Simple as that. I'm not saying he's the rock. I'm just saying that he in the in worst industry and in the Indies. When he, the reason why he came to the WWE was one UE, but also because of who he was building up in the ranks. Um, you know, Kyle O'Reilly, and then, then we're teaming up with, with Adam Cole. You know, he was somebody who, who has some prominence behind his name. But when it comes to NXT, he's definitely someone who shit the bed. And not, not okay, because of himself, it's because he can't, can't stay healthy. And at that point, it's, there's, there's, a reason, there's no reason why he should have been kept there i'm surprised he's still there uh as long as he was and it has nothing to do with his talent it has to do with the fact that i can't stay healthy why are you gonna keep somebody on the roster when they're injury prone you know what I mean? he was injured more times than he wasn't as far as like you know i'm i watch more nxt now than i did when undisputed air first got there but i feel like he was never around like fucking kyle o'reilly and bobby strong had the titles for a while because he was always fucking hurt i mean unless unless there's something i'm missing like they're not gonna miss him by him being released he was just on tv a couple weeks ago now if you want to talk about these releases yeah, he was and on how, last week he was just lost yeah, last week and how oddly timed these releases are we can have that conversation and like what the fuck is going on over there but just on the surface like not to defend or attack wwe and how they run their business model they got a shitload of people employed there. Like, they basically were hoarding talent so AEW couldn't get them. And now they realize that it was a stupid fucking thing to do. And they're just wasting. Think of all the money they have saved. Now, they had record-breaking uh, income the past couple quarters. But just think of, like, they're offering Adam Cole a million dollars a year now, right, to try to keep him. 
all right, let's get rid of fucking Bobby Fish and Bronson Reed and Leo. Uh, fuck, I can never remember his name. I always want to say Leo Ruff. Rush. Ruff. Leo Ruff. That's <laughs> too close together. Right? They, you get rid of them three and maybe a couple more, you can afford the fucking Adam Cole million dollar a year contract, right? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, they also, I mean, Mercedes Mar- Martinez was on that list as well as on top. He was like, go. Not going to miss her. I'm not going to say you're not going to miss her, but at the same time, she was someone that added to that women's division, especially when you're pulling right. people up to their main roster. Because, um, I mean, I'd rather watch a Mercedes Martinez match than an Amber Moon match. I wouldn't. I, I, I'm not. I, I think Mercedes care. Martinez years ago, maybe, but I, I don't know. I just think that I think that ship has sailed for me. But I mean, you know, they're they're under attack right now because they keep releasing so many people and they're coming at weird times too like you're in the middle watching smackdown, SmackDown and it comes out <laughs> fucking all of a sudden sean ross sap starts tweeting all these fucking names out We're like i think it's funny on? i think it's fantastic i think it sends a message like hey you guys are on smackdown right now you guys better do good i'm watching i got my pen ready to fucking sign them checks um I don't know. Like I, I saw another report and I'm not going to get too deep into that because I really didn't read it all. Um, just talking about like the, the plan to like hoard talent, sign them, see how they work, keep the ones and they release the other ones. <laughs> oh, chaos. Uh, Ember moon is not the shit. She is shit. Yes. Um, and then the, but like kind of, kind of holds them up from being other places too. Like that might be part of the strategy. Um, some of these people, they, these definitely weren't people that were signed just to sign, you know, catching release. Uh, these are people, some of these people have been there for a while. Um, but yeah, I, I think it is interesting the, the timing that they decided to do it. Uh, but they've been they've been cutting people loose for four or five months now. So, it's it's got to be fifty people in the past two years they've released, right? Not like, so. I saw a list today that in the last two last two years since last since the pandemic started. They've, I saw, I think a tweet, I don't know who it was, so I wish I gave, could give credit to them. I apologize. Um, but basically, they have released like two Royal Rumbles worth of people. That's a lot. That's a lot of wrestlers. Just that's in a year. Under... That's, that's technically about a year. Yeah. And, you know, of course, everybody's well, such and such should go to AEW. Let me tell you all something. If you're mad at WWE right now for all these releases, you keep sending everybody to AEW, guess what's going to happen? All the fucking homegrown indie guys that aren't doing as well as the former WWE guys, those are going to be the ones on the chopping block. So careful what you wish for, because at the end of the day, as fan-friendly and as grassroots as AEW sells themselves, still a fucking business. Like, Tony Khan still wants to make money. Like, it ain't just a hobby, right? Like eventually he's gonna start have to start trimming the fat too because they got a shitload of I mean they had enough wrestlers to where the wrestlers were the crowd throughout the fucking pandemic. Right. Like people that weren't on the show were in the crowd cheering. So they got another show coming up uh this Friday, I believe, right? Is Rampage when it starts. It's my birthday, yeah, by the way. Rampage. Um so. yeah, so I don't know. It's well and we'll get to that in a moment, but uh we'll drop back a little bit from the news and get some recap real quick from the week. Um we well, did before get some... we do that, it's uh, it's it's time for the break. We gotta oh. we gotta take a break well, for uh, Spreaker. So we'll come right back and we'll get to talking news on Boot to the Face. Stay tuned. Welcome back, Boot to the Face, episode one forty nine. As you just saw, tomorrow, six p.m. Eastern Standard Time, 
we will have legendary female wrestling performer extraordinaire Lisa Marie Varone, formerly known as Victoria in WWE circles and Tara in Impact slash TNA circles. She'll be on Twitch live and in person chatting with your boy Rucker representing Boo to the Face. So that should be a good time. Look forward to hearing that. Um, you always do well with their interviews, so much appreciated. Um, unfortunate that I can't make it again. How convenient that might be. Um, I'm just kidding. I know there's reasons behind it. But anyways. Yeah, you got to work. <laughs> <Let's>, <laughs> it ain't much to say. You'll be at work. <laughs> uh, so let's uh, get into some some actual news from our actual wrestling and from our recapping from this week. We had some announcements, match announcements for SummerSlam. Additional matches announced. Um, did you, first of all, did you watch much wrestling this week? I know there's a wrestling podcast. I know that's an odd question to ask a wrestling podcaster, but with enough well, uh, wrestling content out there, you know, yeah. it can get a little difficult to watch 25 hours of wrestling in a week. For people that don't, if you're new around here, I haven't been watching as much wrestling the past couple months leading into uh, us coming to Twitch, but I, I, I watched, uh, I pretty much watched everything but raw this week. Like I watched a little bit of raw, but raw is just such a fucking chore. Like, fuck. That's, that's really what I say when I'm watching raw. I'm like, why, why the fuck am I doing this right now? Like, why am I putting myself through this? I don't get mad and like, cancel my peacock subscription shit like that like people would throw tantrums i usually just turn it off and go to sleep but halfway through it i'm like what am i doing but yeah i did watch wrestling i did see uh whatever it is you're going to talk about okay um well more matches announced starting monday night we got a triple threat match announced for SummerSlam. more bullshit that nobody wants to watch unless you're Petopolis who just joined the room because of the flair being in the match uh nikki ash triple threat match versus charlotte and rhea ripley oh man i'm just fucking tired of seeing charlotte let's leave it at that not in pay-per-view not on a main card not on the roster just in general you know in general there was a a release also made earlier this week that ties in with this uh guy by the guy that goes by the name of the nature boy didn't Ooh. we talk about that last week I don't think we did. We did. We talked um, about it last week, but we'll talk about well, it again because anytime Rick gets, re- anytime Rick gets released, I'm okay with it. Rick Flair got released, and the rumor has it that he went to Vince, and he was upset with Charlotte's booking. Well, guess what, Rick? So the fuck are we? <laughs> <laughs> and and for reasons that are probably different than yours, how can you be upset? That your daughter's a fucking 11 times 13, if you count NXT champion. Which yeah, her they title did runs until don't, three months ago. Yeah, her title runs don't really mean shit. Like, they're, none of them are really memorable, except for when she beat Asuka at WrestleMania. I don't know if Des is in here or not, but I always like to point out that Asuka's the only Royal Rumble winner in the women's division that didn't win the title. But anyway, uh, that was really the only title reign that meant anything that she had, right? But she's still 11-time champion. She's always in the main event. She's always in the title matches. She's always in the main women's storyline. How can he be upset? Seriously. I don't know. And then I mean, he, the... To go in and be like, if you don't book her better, I'm leaving. Vince was like, peace. Fuck out of here then. Like, What are you doing besides running insurance commercials with fucking uh, Eli Drake? What money yeah. is Ric Flair bringing in in 2021, the year of our Lord? 
besides fucking Ultimate Edition action figures. You know, going to my first live show in forever in a couple of weeks, the one thing that I, I, I'm, I just annoys me knowing I'm going to hear it all the time is the fucking woo. Can, I mean, I we, had, like we had all this time, all this time. I already mentioned it. Come on, wrestling fans. Come up with something this, new. We had all this time to refresh, all this time to reboot, all this time to do better. And we're still doing woo. Um, I, I like mean, the woo. I mean, I don't woo, know why. Woo. I don't like Flair. I don't like Charlotte, but I, I love, I don't know, something cool about when you go to an event and everybody's woo. And it just echoes throughout. I know, and the whole crowd goes and does it. I know it's like yeah. the way I, I get it. I get do it. You do? Do you do you participate in it too? No, I do not. Yes, you do. I do not. I saw the way you looked at me when I asked. You fucking almost oh. did it just then. Wow, what a dick! What a line sex <laughs> shit. <laughs> Woo! I'm gonna wear my I'm gonna wear my Ric Flair shirt and then put this cross out, cross it out like on uh Major League when he wears the Cleveland Indian shirt. Which is now relic, and uh, has the the, the electrical tape on. Quoting these fucking old ass movies, my god. Uh, I mean, it's it's you know it's baseball season. It's coming down to an end. You know what I'm saying? It happens. That's in the news too, and that's recent news too because they just changed their names and now the fucking Guardians. I don't even want to yeah. talk about that right now. The Cleveland uh, Guardians of the Galaxy. You know, whatever. Um. Anyway, speaking of that, the Braves are on the run, man. The Braves are about two games out to take the lead. The, I thought the fucking Phillies had the lead. I said two games out and going to take the lead. Yeah, but that's what I'm saying. So they've they've passed the Mets. I I tuned out when Acuna uh, got hurt. I quit watching. They're like right there. Um, I think them and the Mets are tied. When I looked as of yesterday, um, but yeah, they're only they're only like two games out from first place. Uh, I'm full bore in the football season now. I've like they're half a game if the Braves the make right the playoffs. Now. I'll pay attention. They're half a game but, out, so they don't need um, me. <laughs> Anyways, um, Montez Ford returns to the ring. Finally, frog splash! My God. holy hell! I think I, I think that's what I think that's what his little his time gone his injury. I think he was gaining some more hops added into his legs. I said I because said that when he got hurt. He had some springs added to his fucking calves because that some bitch flew to the rafters and came back down on that splash. Remember when he got hurt? I said it. I was like, what if he's been doing that frog splash with a bad knee the whole time and he gets it fixed and he comes back? Well, yeah, first one we see, he jumped off the fucking screen. Like, <laughs> ridiculous. Um, and to the point where when he when he hit, he bounced and rotated over and landed on his legs. Like, he did a fucking yeah. Superman, like a Spider-Man landing after he did the the, the frog splash. It was fantastic. But Montez Ford, seen him back. Um, the dude's energetic, man. He is ecstatic. He is exciting. He is energized. Um, I love seeing him on the thing on the TV. Um, brings back Dawkins as well, uh, just because obviously when it's a, a tag team centric team um, and superstars, unfortunately, I mean they had I think he only had like one or two matches without him, um, but it's good to see him back on TV. Um, Street Profits is good for for TV. It's good for the tag team division, absolutely. Hopefully, we'll get them something with the Usos <sighs> because fucking I'm tired of the Mysterios, man. Like, can we just get them feuding with each other already so we can get them done and out of the way? Hill Ford in the future as a singles is going to be awesome. I absolutely agree. Um, except for I don't think nah, he's in one. I think I it's think, going to be Dawkins. Dawkins that turns yeah. on him. It's going to be Dawkins. 
fucking babyface Montez Ford with that, with that fucking aerial arsenal that he's got. That's gonna be good. But the only way, the only way they could turn, I'm honest, the way they turn him heel is if they make Bianca heel and they tag them up together. I can see that. I see them doing that. Uh, but him going heel by himself, Dawkins and fucking Bianca have like a love affair behind Ford's back to turn on him. That'd be great. That's that's oh, old school wrestling the shit. They would they King wouldn't do the it. Awesome. They wouldn't do that kind of shit nowadays. But back in the day, yes. I could definitely see Dawkins and Bianca like. I mean, they did Matt Hardy and Edge, so it's it's. I mean, come well, on. that was real life though. I know, but they did that shit on TV. <laughs> that, was, that was real life. <laughs> I mean, I mean, it's it'd be kind of like you know Hogan. And it'd be the the makeup powers with Elizabeth. You got Basically. lust in your eyes. Um, Ford Ford as a King of the Ring champion or uh, from AJ Proof. Um, I think it'd be fantastic. I think he'd wear. He, I think the dude did he wear a crown when he come out? Already? Yeah, he already has a crown. Yeah, so fantastic. Um, so jumping over to AEW, Malachi Black wins his first debut match in AEW. Triple Rhodes, I mean Triple uh, Cody Rhodes, teases his retirement. He whooped Cody's ass so bad. Cody stood up, was like, "I quit." <laughs> it's, I'm going home. It's bullshit. I'm, I'm taking these goddamn boots off right now. I'm, I ain't I'm, even getting back. I'm, to I'm a block. fucking EVP of this shit, and I can't get this shit right. I ain't got to take. I ain't got to take no ass whoopings like this on national TV. First Brody Lee beat my ass like that, and now this guy just shot. This it. I'm done. The hell, the man. The myth. The legend. JD Hoop is joining the chat room. JD, what is up, brother? Thank you. All these cool decals you see of boots to the face on here. Thanks to that man right there. Um. Yeah, I. I don't even know what to say about it. Like it's ridiculous. Like the whole thing is ridiculous. Uh. But what I did notice, so it happened both on Raw, and it happened on AEW. I'm my goodness. These guys have been doing it for so long. Yet they telepath everything they're fucking doing. You can like he's trying to, and then you see him like look back. Okay, he's coming. Like now I can just okay. Now I'll take the hit. And the fucking uh, MVP of the same shit with Goldberg when he's talking shit to his son, he like glances out of sight. Okay, Goldberg's coming now. I'll turn. Uh, it was like fuck. You got telepath it that much? Just fucking take I'm the so hit. I'm sick of fucking Goldberg's kid. I'm sick of that kid for ten fucking. He's worse than Dominic. Let me guess. He's Ooh. gonna be in the ring. It'll be fucking oh. Dominic versus Hook versus <laughs> little baby Goldberg baby in gauge. a triple threat. Baby gauge. Who the fuck cares match? Oh. I'm so sorry. I wish MVP would have slapped the shit out. I was hoping Lashley was going to pull his ass. That's what I want. I want Lashley to pull his ass over too. I was hoping Lashley's going to whoop his ass. Just pull him over and like sit sit down on the steps and just start whooping his ass with a belt and have Goldberg run out there. That would have been great. (laughs) Robert (laughs) Cust is in the room. (laughs) Fuck Goldberg and his kid. Yes. I fucking (laughs) love it. That's why I love our network, man. I love our community. They're on the same page. Now that chaos is gone, talking that shit about Ember Moon. Now we got the all fuck over. I love it. Fantastic. Um, 80 proof pause says Cody went from being most see must see to a total dramatic, over dramatic annoyance. And I agree with that. And you know, I'm I'm a Cody guy, but like the what has it been, Marty? About a year now. You've seen like the annoyance level from me with the shit Cody does just like keep rising. And that sucks because he's one of my favorite wrestlers, but it's like everything he does lately is just fucking eye roll. Like, just fucking turn heel already. You're on mute, Marty. My ICW, uh, IC championship um, signed by Cody 
it is no longer hanging. It's now laying down flat. Uh, <laughs> like he dude. was after Black kicked him in the face. You know what? Here comes another movie reference. Cody Rhodes is, is, is like fucking emo fucking Spider-Man. Like, just fucking go. Nobody, like, oh my goodness, dude. Talk about, oh, I, I've been on all the pictures. I've been on all, yeah, because your ass put yourself there. Don't act like we needed you there. You fucking put, no, don't be bitching and complaining and crying that you're the one in the face of the company. Like, you're the, oh, you got pressure for being here? Well, guess what? You're the fucking one to put yourself there. If you would have told me a year and a half ago when AEW started that August 2021, I would be sitting here and tell you that I'm more interested in Kenny Omega than I am Cody Rhodes. I would have probably ordered you a drug test. Um, probably called you a couple names uh, and probably thrown something at you because don't like Omega at all. And Cody's my guy, but right now Omega's more way more. And I mean, I guess he should be, he's the world champion. Right. But for somebody like me that doesn't like Omega and somebody like me that fucking loves Cody to say that I'd rather see what Omega's doing right now than Cody. Cause Cody's always the same shit lately. Right. Like I'm EVP. I'm stepping away to go. We get it. You're going to make a TV show. Here's an idea. Oh. Just fucking go do it. You don't like, have to make okay. an angle out of it. Like we're not stupid. Right there. That right there. The fact, like, the fact he has to keep bringing up the fact he's an EVP is annoying. Like we fucking know. Okay, we do. Shut the fuck up about it. Nobody gives a shit. You know what I mean? Like you're the manager <laughs> to keep saying I'm the manager. Well, we fucking know you're the manager. It doesn't mean you do your job right. Go back to your fucking manager's office and leave us the fuck alone. Chances are we'll never quit. Chances are if Cody, if Cody ever sees this episode, he'll never come on Lucha Face. <laughs> <laughs> what about all the good shit I said about you, Cody? Chill out. Go it's watch like, some you know, of shows. They, they can, you know, hear you can say a million things nice, but it's the one time yeah. you say fucking negative. It's like, oh fuck these guys. You know, uh, completely off topic, but I I see that with wrestlers all the time. Like the positivity <laughs> that gets thrown at wrestlers gets ignored. But as soon as somebody critiques it, that's what gets the response. Yep. And I wonder, I don't know. I wonder why that is. Uh, Robert Custis says, I'm so glad they finally started to do something with Kenny. Eddie Prupa says, I need my brother. Can't win the championship. The Lashes versus MJF now retired. Come on. I need my older brother. I say that as I got the fucking uh, Blood Brothers thing hanging up there. But I won it in a contest. I didn't pay for it. Um. Yeah, I just, you know, Cody's a little bit too old school for what happens right now, for how wrestling works right now. Like, you don't have to write off an angle to get off a of TV. Like, we all know you're just going. Go. You're literally going to be. The, remember when uh, Brody Lee beat his ass and he was like out of action? They literally aired a commercial the same fucking night about him being right on after, that show. Right after guys ass. It was like the breaking news at the end of the episode. Yeah. And it was like Cody is being uh, fucking quarantined along with Snoop Dogg to go watch. The, like, I thought the motherfucker was injured. Right. What is he doing on the Go Big Show home or whatever the hell it's called? Uh, speaking of that shit, I, I don't think I mentioned this shit, but like fucking The Miz in the wheelchair is absolutely ridiculous. I know a couple weeks back, we like talked about a month and a half back. We talked about how like uh, he's on an Instagram post with the knee brace and everything like that. The motherfucker was in Denver when I was in Denver at the softball celebrity game participating. And then he's in a fucking wheelchair again. Like, shut uh, 
I'm man. sorry. You said Mariz. I immediately. You said oh. Miz. I immediately thought of Maurice. Oh, my bad. I'm sorry to distract you there. I um, even said Maurice, Miz, Miz Reese, or whatever I said. Like, it just it all got jumbled up. Uh, sure <laughs> where you go next? Anyways, um, Labors of Jericho number three. Ugh. <laughs> Fucking Guerrera. Um, you want? I I've never liked this guy, and I remember when I was a kid. The first W, the only WCW, actually, it, was a, it wasn't the only one. It was the first one. The first WCW merchandise or paraphernalia I ever got was a signed Juventud Guerrera um, like picture. Mm-hmm. Because in Vegas, they had like a WCW Nitro store. And he was there when my parents were there. Um, that was the first thing they gave me. But then right after, they handed me a uh, signed picture of Spice. So that was my next my WCW merchandise. Um. Oh my gosh! Really, <laughs> Mar- Mar- Marty Vasquez does not like people like himself. He's a what would that be? Called? What do you call that? Somebody that doesn't like their own race or background? I, I don't know what the hell you're talking about because that is not correct at all. Don't Marty hates on shit. every Hispanic wrestler. Name a Hispanic wrestler you like. You don't like uh, Andrade. I do actually. Like I do like Andrade. I like Andrade. You don't like Sammy I, no. Guevara. Sammy, Sammy Guevara is Spanish, first of all. Um, Hispanic, and Sammy, yes. Sammy, Sammy Guevara is a rapist. No, he's not. Okay, don't say he just shit like he that. just talked about raping Sasha Banks. Yeah, he makes that's, bad that's jokes. As, that's as good as that's just about. Saying, you can't say he's a rapist. That's, that's, that's not, basically not the same thing. He's got rapist tendencies. He's ra- he's a little racist. He's got he's got raper eyes. This is this is not going well. <laughs> I'm just we're just alienating everybody right now. So fuck it. Um, you know, I at least love Mysterio. Oh, look at that. I got a text from Lisa Marie says she's got to cancel the show tomorrow. All of a sudden. <laughs> oh shit. Um, no, I just you know, I mean, having Guerrero there, it's just the guy's fucking. Uh, I know, I know that it can't say shit because Jericho's fucking older than him, so it is what it is. Uh, it just it, it just makes no sense to me. Like, uh, okay whatever Obviously, i didn't mind it, it it was something different Just, i don't know MJF's i'm glad it started the show whole, off because then got past it mjf's done this whole you gotta jump through all these who he did the same shit with cody like in order to fight that's me, why cody wants to retire that's why cody wants to retire like i did all this shit now just for you guys to copy it why did i do it yeah i'm gonna go i mean else then. the match was what it was like jericho's clearly passed his prime uh moving to i think he still wrestles like in mexico and on the indies and shit like that if you think about it man he looked good for his age like him and jericho were feuding like 25 years ago um obviously the timing and shit like that was off Hoventude, i loved him when he got his mask taken off um on nitro and then he started going around like impersonating the rock and he would come out and stand up on the ropes he would call himself the juice and he'd stand up on the rope and go, finally, the juice has come back to Cincinnati. And the crowd would be like, we're in Philadelphia. It doesn't matter where we are. The juice hmm. said, and he, he would do a whole fucking, it was great. Um, like somebody else I know that used to do that, but who? whatever. Something like The Rock, but whatever. Who used to impersonate The Rock? No, as you said that what the Injuvented used to do, like, that sounds like The Rock used yeah, to do. Yeah, that was what shit. he was doing. He was, he was acting like, the because The Rock was, fucking wide open on wwe so he was basically coming out like imitating the rock on purpose like that was that well, was the fuck, joke Marty. fuck him then fuck him it was funny fucking copy Dwayne. 
I'm you call kidding. him Dwayne. I'm just kidding. My God. Well, I'm I'm, I'm, I'm trying to connect with. I didn't know what your daughter calls him, so I'm just trying to bring it down to the like you know the, the kids of today. <laughs> that looks like Dwayne Johnson. That's not the Rock. <laughs> yes, Layla, that's the Rock. Well, he looks like Dwayne Johnson. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Oh man. <laughs> Anyways, he beat he got through the stage through labor three. Now labor four is going to be against Warlow. Uh I don't know how Warlow just doesn't beat his ass. Uh, but obviously he's gonna it's gonna be I don't know. I don't know if I'm it's ready for Warlow to break away from yes, that's what MJF. I want. I want this to be the that I want Jericho to beat his ass and beat his ass quickly to the point where MGF gets pissed off and Warlow just says, Fuck it, do your own shit. And I hope this is, I want this to be the breaking off point for Wardlow. Um, we need that now, dude. Like it's been two years, and that dude needs to be on his own. It's ridiculous. AEW's got some some big fucking wrestlers. Like, if you think about it, they got some big guys that they need. Yeah, to I mean, you know, big show, Mark Henry. No, not the big show. That's oh, you're talking, I mean. you're talking about new guys. I mean, bro. like Warlow, Rusev, Lance uh, Archer, Hager, Archer. Brian Fucking Cage is becoming more entertaining now. I mean, he, I know he's not tall, but the dude's still a beast. Um, Luchasaurus. Oh, dude, they got a bunch of big guys they could guy. do shit with. They're really just like in a holding pattern. Hopefully with uh, Rampage coming up on Friday, I really hope they make two rosters. That's what I really want. Well, I saw an interview from Kenny, um, and it sounds like I don't know how this much is going to go. Obviously, he's got some pull because he's, you know, one of the top guys. Um it's not going to be like the same guys from Meta Ming guys, you know, like Jericho, yeah. Omega, Bucks. It's going to be other guys on and on Rampage. And it sounds like he really wants them to like really focus on like the women's division and really showcase a lot more women on there than just men. Um, I mean, it's an hour long show and it's meant here, to be here. more of a of a fighting show, more wrestling. It's supposed to be more like NXT, less filler. Um, so you know, probably get like three, uh, probably four matches, maybe I would imagine four. Um. I don't know. I think they split it up. Two men, two women. Two women's matches, two men's matches. And then go each week and be different rotating cast. Um, but they definitely need to do something with with these. And, you know, they. what's crazy is like, with you talk about Luchasaurus and Jurassic Express, you know, Jack Perry's had his, had his you know, spotlight. Even little fucking Marco Stunts had some showcase. But Luchasaurus is the guy who should be the, the star of that. And they don't do shit with him. Yeah. You know, he has so. interactions and he'll have a couple big spots in like the battle royals and shit like that. But yeah, Ooh. for the most part, he hadn't uh, he, he had, had his really interaction with Christian a couple weeks ago where Christian told him he's got dinosaur in his bloodline, uh, which I thought, wow, they they went there with it. Okay, got it. Got it. Yeah, I I didn't know the show was only an hour, but I feel like if they had a two hour show, it's, it's in a shitty time slot. Exactly. Um, so if it's at seven o'clock, it goes two hours. You know, you're looking seven o'clock at for you is ten o'clock for me. That's what I mean. For you guys, yeah. it'd be almost midnight by the time it's over. Then, um, but I don't know. I think splitting the rosters up, and then you remember when SmackDown and Raw first did it years and years ago, like 15, 20 years ago, and one champion would go from show to show. Like if you were the champion, you get to go to every show. Mm-hmm. Don't have two champions for rampage and one for dynamite have one champion and we give you the fucking belt that means you got to work a little harder than everybody else you got to be on both shows and then have people kind of work their way i don't know they got so many people now that having the same people on both shows would not be ideal but if they're going to do it like like you're saying to where it's like aew dark almost but on tv 
that'd be a good way to get people. And I think that's what you do. You like you have like your top performers from AEW Dark on Rampage. That's like your stepping off point, and then you continue. You know, you do well there, and then you jump over. It's like it's like, like an actual like it's like Sunday Night Heat, SmackDown, and Raw. Almost. Yeah, exactly. It's linear. You know, you take you're climbing the ladder to get to the main to the main show. I think that'd be cool. Yeah. Uh, <clears throat> if they speaking, build it like that too, that would right. that would to where you could keep up with it. I mean. They just started paying attention to their win loss record shit, like after being made fun of for it. But if they actually build it like that, like this person just, you know, is kicking ass on AEW Dark now. So we're moving them over to Rampage. Yeah, exactly. Um, so since we're talking AEW uh, and the superstars, you wrote down Adam Page contract negotiations. So I don't really know much about this one. Um, <clears throat> what did you have on this? Word on the street is that the reason he was taken out of the title match is they've offered him a contract and he's denied it. Um, now, that's just rumor that is out there. I was listening to, I don't remember whose podcast it was, but they were talking about it, that he got offered another contract and declined whatever contract they offered. So they were like, okay, well, guess what we can't do? We can't put the fucking title on you. Um, <laughs> it can't put you in our biggest main event if you're not going to commit. Now, Clearly, this past Wednesday, it looked like he's still involved in the title match because he's still involved with Omega. But then you got Christian is the number one contender now. Um, so I mean, I don't know. I don't know which way it's going. I don't know what to believe, which I kind of like. I like the fact that shit that's going on on TV is perpendicular with what is being said in the wrestling circles on Twitter and the reporters and shit like that. They're saying he may not have a contract. So AEW comes out and says, fucking joke's on you. He's still involved with Omega. So now you really don't know which way it's going to go. But if the rumors are true, they offered him a contract and he declined. Um, so let's get let's get hyperbolic for a second involving this. What if Hangman is the first defector from AEW to WWE? Oh, shit. Fantastic. Now, here's, it goes to what I said last week. I don't think he goes a WWE. I think he goes back to New Japan. Yeah, he, he's, didn't his wife just have a baby or something like that? Or he just got didn't yeah, something like that. Doesn't, just, doesn't mean they can't go back yeah, to New Japan. I fucking don't want to go to Japan. He's got a new Be kid. The fucking leader of the Bullet Club. Take out the elite. Um, <laughs> you never know. New Japan's got some money now. I mean, they're they're expanding to. They're trying to expand the North American roster and North American products. So. Hangman Page could be the guy that they really utilize to do that. Um, do I do I think he should go to WWE? I think that'd be fantastic if he pops up in WWE. Um, I, I love the guy. He's one of my favorite wrestlers, but I don't want to see him in WWE. Yeah. I, I, I don't mind seeing I'd rather leave him in, in AEW. Um, I mean, you know, contracts, you know, from what I see, if there is, you know, sounds like AEW, his name, you know, his name still, his name is on the contract. It says Adam on there for the for the title. Just says yeah. Adam Cole, you know. Oh my god! Uh, I fucking saw that meme. I, I thought, oh, that's funny. That's funny. It was the whole Vince and Shane. That was fantastic. Um. Anyways, uh, I don't know. I I, I think that I, I like it too. The fact that they're not really saying what's going on. You have all these rumors going around, and AEW is like, yeah, you can talk your rumors, let them float. Um, we're still gonna do what we do, and even if he's not, if he leaves. The fact they still have him going, not just going to write him off and like forget who he's at, who he is, and where he's at, and that he's there. Um, I can appreciate that. Um, you know, if it was WWE, to be honest, if they said, 
he denied the contract. Like, all right, well, we're going to squash your ass or leave you at home. Yeah, I, the conversation of the WWE thing was just that conversation. I hope he doesn't go. WWE clearly would not know what to fucking do with AEW. Doesn't fucking know what to do with him. the guy. Like gets clearly. over on his own. Um, you know they they they're hot and cold with him. They have him as the biggest fucking baby face in the company, and then they're like, nah, no title for you. Nah, we're just gonna have you running around with the Dark Order again. And he gets that over. It's like, nah, you're not gonna get a title shot with Kenny. We're gonna have you fucking lose the match and get beat on national TV in order to get a title shot. And it's just like, this is the longest fucking uh, storyline ever. And I get everybody's like, oh, it's it's long-term storytelling. Shut the fuck up. Because anytime there is long-term story, long storytelling, everybody bitches and complains about how bored they are with it. Mm-hmm. But because it's one of their favorites now, we got to defend it. Because it's Hangman, we refuse to believe that AEW is shit in the bed when it comes to him. Dropping the ball, if you will. And he manages to fucking fight through all of that and still be the most popular person on their fucking brand. So hopefully his contract stuff gets worked out. Hopefully the storyline stuff gets worked out. Hopefully in fucking four weeks when I'm in Chicago, he's the one wrestling Kenny Omega and not Christian because I definitely don't want to see that. Well, he just chalk, you know, it's Christian. He just, you know, chalk it up Christian. to the same bull- bullshit matches I'm going to watch at SummerSlam. Um, I'm so glad I ain't going to you know what would be funny is that. if like he really does have a contract but AEW is the one that like filtered out this rumor that's contract was denied just to get the rumor mill started I've uh, been hoping wrestling companies do that for the longest I mean yeah I think WWE is the ones that needs to fucking do that shit because they're the fucking ones that are always being attacked by the everyone's mill. always leaking shit I've always thought that WWE and even AEW they should have like you know, they all have their core group of writers and, and people that know what's happening, right? That know the storyline. I always thought that whoever's in charge, Vince or Tony Khan, whoever, they should tell one guy this, they should tell one guy this, and tell one guy this, right? And then whichever story gets leaked, you know who the fucking leak is. Like them old school gangster movies. Yep. And then you call them into the office and you kill them. I mean, you fire them. And uh, yeah, that's how you get rid of the leak. And then you... You want to release people, release these motherfuckers that are leaking your storylines all the time to where people are not tuning in and complaining about it. And it's so much negativity towards your product because we already know what the fucking WrestleMania main event is and it's fucking August. Exactly. Uh, AEW sells out the United Center. Five minutes. Five. It took them like three months of science to sell all the other shit before this, but five minutes for the United Center for All Out. I wonder how that happened. Could it have anything to do with them seeing punk rumors? It has 100% to do with that. The fact that people can be there for his return or Daniel Bryan's debut, you know that shit led to them's tickets being sold out quickly. Yep. Pete Opelis bought 17 tickets. He showed me. I'm like, what a, what a weird what? fucking number, Pete. 17? <laughs> 17. Like, yeah. That's One for every fucking Ric Flair title win. <laughs> Fantastic. <laughs> Oh man, 17. That's a lot. He's gonna have a big crew there. He just wants the woo to be louder than everything. It's just gonna be him and Joe sitting there. He ain't got fucking seven, 15 other friends. It'll be him and Joe in Wisconsin sitting there It'll spread be him, out. Him and Joe and then all their Lego figures. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I love you guys. Um, Pete's the man. Is Pete still in here? He's uh he's here. He's he's already logged in. He's he's kind of just tuning in, not really listening. Yeah. So 
Um, Cena comments about aging superstars returning and that being detrimental to the future of the company, uh, which obviously <laughs> Wait, is what? what we all is what we all said. But <laughs> what? you are that aging superstar. Uh, so why did you come back? Why did you when come did back? When did he say that? You said that was like this last week. Maybe he was being sarcastic. Maybe it was like I mean, a joke, and it just went over everybody's head. Um, yeah, I, I don't, I don't know about that. Um, yeah, that's. I thought it was kind of wait. You talking about the same John Cena that just like waltzed back in and got a SummerSlam shot? Yeah, I'll, I'll read you. The, I'll read you the exact term. It wasn't that. It wasn't as bad as people were making that to be. Um, man, he told, he told this to USA Today. Uh, during the Suicide Squad like promotion, I wish there was some sort of fountain of youth where I could be a full time contributor. The longer they continue to bet on an aging prospect, that makes WWE's future a little bit less stable. Oh, I get what he's saying. Yeah, but he's still- basically saying the fact that they still got to rely on me to come back and sell tickets and to sell merch and all that shit. That just means when I'm finally done, who are they going to rely on? Exactly. Um, you know, him, Goldberg. I mean, he's not the only one they brought back that you know currently. Uh, but it just has to go through with everything that WWE said. But it's just kind of funny that he says that, but at the same time, it's like, yeah, but you did you did come back, so you could have said no if that's the case. But at the same time, I don't know. I think John Cena is always there and helping bring the, the younger talent up as well. Cause we've talked about this in the past as well. Even though John Cena's been there, he hasn't been main event John, he hasn't big been you know the guy who's you know champion uh, forever so he's been doing his job of getting people over i know we had a discussion in our discord um regarding aj styles and him being booked incorrectly um which i don't think he's been booked incorrectly at all the, the guy's been a fucking multiple time champion he's the current raw tag team champion and he's there getting younger talent over i think he's doing exactly what he's supposed to be doing um so i don't know i, I think he's doing what john cena was doing before he left and this, from what the, all the reports and all the articles and re- interviews that AJ said, you know, this is his last contract. He doesn't want to sign another contract for anybody after this. So he's doing his job before he leaves. It's basically what John Cena did um, to get the younger talent out. Because like, like John Cena says, you know, what if they keep doing that, they're not going to have anything for the future. And I think that we're starting to see some people come up. My thing is, you know, I was thinking about this the other day. Roman Reigns is, is you know, kind of the future, but at the same time, they, you know, him and Seth Rollins have been in the company, like on the main roster for like eight years now. Yep. You know what I mean? Like they're no longer than they're, they're not the future. They're, they've been there for a minute. So the next crop of guys, you know, your Matt Riddles and, you know, those guys, like even Kofi in the new day, like those dudes have been there forever. They're not the future. Like who is the future of this company? There is no clear cut. These are the guys to get us through. These are the guys I mean, who jump, come up. It's clearly Marty fucking Triple H and Stephanie's kids. That's the oh. future. That's they're waiting on. Oh, they're, they're waiting to push for- them to the moon. <clears throat> Daniel Bryan Jr. And, okay, that makes sense. That makes sense. So we're going to um, dealing with this for another 10 years. Before years. we go to break real quick, uh, Regarding the releases and damn it, EJ, why that. you gotta pop in with some bullshit? <laughs> you were talking about the youth movement. That's one of the uh one of the things that was talked about in apparently WWE's meeting is they're tired of getting these 
quote, this is what they said. No more midgets. No more midget wrestlers. They don't want any little bitty guys like, you know, Bobby Fish, Adam Cole, which is weird because they're out for an Adam Cole a million dollars. They don't want anybody with that body type. They want younger wrestlers, entertainers. They don't want guys that are flipping on the indies anymore. So now you're about to see an inflow of younger, like, amateur wrestlers and former athletes and shit like that come back in like they used to at least that's what the the rumor is so they're looking for younger people but they just fucking like tara said in the chat they just get rid of all of them like everybody they're cutting is probably 32 or younger and that's the question there too is like they signed patrick bordeaux who's like a brock lookalike and the guy's young as hell you know that's he's a like a beast he's a mini brock lesnar you know Here's what I mean? the thing, though, with, with signing these younger people. You, you remember when they signed Randy Orton? He was, what, 22, 23? Then you got to mm-hmm. worry about maturity issues. You give somebody all that money and all that freedom, you got to worry about these motherfuckers going around shitting in people's bags like Orton used to do. Like, you, at one point, you have to, you have to weigh what's more important, youth or maturity and experience. And I think there's an even balance there. I, the, the problem is I don't think WWE, you know, 40 years in, still hasn't found that that even balanced ground yet that's the problem fucking fucking owner was pulling his pants down on national tv and people kiss his ass at like 50 years old uh maturity is not really a thing in wwe oh man seriously um and even then i don't i don't think they're letting their future go i don't think they're releasing all their future because a lot of the people they release i mean they haven't really released like people that are going to like carry the company you know what I mean? If they did, then they'd be on the fucking main roster already. Um, I don't know. It just when you think we, like, and that's kind of that's the problem with watching what we watch on like Monday nights is you got these guys, you got all the old guys there, or the guys who have been there wrestling for for decades now. Even on SmackDown, when we talk about our, you know, the best storylines going, Roman, Usos, Usos have been there for forever. Um, Hell, even like Sasha Banks, like she's she's not the future either. She's been messing on the main roster for half a decade. You know what I mean? And she she's even that when the women's division is kind of going starting to get over. Charlotte Flair been there for a while. Who's gonna take up Rhea Ripley? Guess what? Rhea Ripley is not the future of the company. Not one bit. Tony Storm's got a bright future behind her. Uh, I'm like, yeah. Let's go to break. I, yeah. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> We'll be right back. Welcome back. Boot to the Face episode 149. One more time letting you know tomorrow, 6 p.m. Eastern Standard Time here on twitch.tv slash boot to the face. We will be chatting with Lisa Marie Varone, formerly Victoria in WWE, formerly Tara in Impact slash TNA. I almost said New Japan. I'm I'm having like a, I'm getting too old for wrestling. I know, man. You're no longer the future. Um, <laughs> clearly i'm we're definitely not the future in wrestling podcasting i don't know about that maybe you're not i'll be 40 next year i'm not so <clears throat> thanks for doing the job aj you um, know what i don't want to do i don't want to be a 40 year old wrestling podcast oh, son of a bitch here we go again gonna talk that this shit is my retirement speech talk that shit calm down cody calm down this is my retirement speech. i'm leaving i'm leaving my airpods in the ring when this, when this fucking thing is over with. <laughs> oh, man. Um, um, real quick, Marty, we got a call oh, coming okay. through. Um, so, caller, are you there? Oh, never mind. He just dropped off. I guess not. 
He made it to yeah. me last week, and now he didn't. He, want he to called. Play. He called during the break, and then got mad that he was on hold and hung up. What a fucking millennial wrestling fan! Don't have the patience for a storyline to take hold. He couldn't fast forward the DVR commercial, so he decided to fucking leave. I'm gonna keep talking shit about him. See if he calls back. Um, let's talk well, NWA. Hold on, hold on. Before we go there, because you meant we mentioned earlier, you know where the fuck is Orton at? He ain't nowhere, man. There ain't no rumors. There ain't no reports. There ain't no articles. There ain't no interviews. There ain't even no Instagram posts from him or his wife. Like neither. Like he is fucking MIA right now. Is the dude, is the dude like gone? Is is he in? I don't like, know. Let's uh, let's ask let's ask the caller who's on the line right now. Caller, are you there? What up? Did you just fucking wake up, bro? No, been up for like an hour or so. Oh, okay. So EJ's live. EJ is in Missouri. He's going to the NWA Empower Women show. But EJ was also at Monday Night Raw last Monday that was in Kansas City. And as far as I know, nobody else that I know has been to a uh, a live show since the world opened back up. I mean, I went to Double or Nothing, but that was in... That was in a, yeah, but that was a house show. I mean, like okay, a live a TV show. Gotcha. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I went to Double or Nothing, but that was in Jacksonville in like a 2,000-seat arena. So, EJ, what was what was life back, what was life like being back in a big-ass arena for Monday Night Raw? Yeah, I'm not even going to get into the actual show because uh, it, it wasn't good. It was not good. But uh, I'll talk about my experience in the actual arena. So um, they did a good job of like letting people in, even though anybody, everybody wasn't wearing masks. So nobody was wearing masks. It was a super <laughs> spread event. Um, and so when I get into the actual arena, you look up at the top, everything was topped off. So it was like basically probably like the same capacity as an AEW show. That whole yeah. top section was topped off all around the arena, and uh, the crowd wasn't that hot either. Like, really, before the show, you had y'all talking about woo chants, like everybody was wooing, but once the show started, it wasn't that much energy. You know, you had the uh, main event beforehand, I can't even remember who wrestled, it was like uh, Jackson Riker wrestling or something like that. Nobody paid attention to that, and yeah, uh. And, bunch of kids there too like i'm not the biggest kid person so and when i sat down like 20 minutes later a kid sat down right next to me he was asking me 20 million questions what's this wrestler what's that wrestler what's AEW? and uh, it was definitely an interesting experience to say the least um that's weird that they're still doing the main event before so it's like five hours of wrestling pretty much yeah it was like yeah, five hours of wrestling. Well, it was like they did like thirty minutes before, so it was like three, three and a half hours, and then the dark match afterwards. What was the dark match? So, like, I think it was right after the. It was the last commercial break going into that main event with uh was it Nikki Ash and Charlotte. They were like, "Stick around for the main event. It's going to be John Cena and Matt Riddle versus." Uh, what was it? Uh, uh, what was it? What's that 
stupid group, the uh, Redemption dudes with the T bar and whatever. Oh, <laughs> oh Mace yeah, T bar and Mace. Yeah. So as soon as as soon as uh, the main event over, you hear do 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 do, John Cena comes running down. And it's interesting that they would have him just chilling in the backstage, not to put him on TV. You know he's expensive. What? Uh, well, they also need to get him like some reps in before SummerSlam too. So gotta remember. Yeah, that. exactly. Well, let me ask you this: What was John Cena's reaction like? And besides John Cena, like who got the biggest reactions? And then who who got a reaction that surprised you, if anybody? John, oh, John Cena got the biggest reaction. Uh, like it was no mix. It was no mixed reaction for John Cena. He got the biggest reaction. But on TV, hmm, Riddle got a pretty good uh, reaction. Nobody yeah. really got like real heat there, like. It was like a mixed reaction for Lashley. Um, Nikki got like, I guess, a pretty big pop the first time she came on, I guess, because, you know, she was the first person out. But then as the show went on, she got like a mixed reaction. So, like I said, the crowd wasn't that hot there. Like, it was like, so, so. So you're looking forward to going to Empower, even though I'm not going? Oh yeah, it's gonna be good. I I got I just got the hotel. I'm gonna be there both nights for the pay per view they have the next day too. So I know the crowd's gonna be hot. You know, it's a smaller smaller event. You know, more intimate crowd and and WA seems pretty hot. Like at the time I see them on TV. So any match on there to. yet that's been announced that you're kind of looking forward to the most yet? Um, Diana Diana Perrazzo, who's she supposed to be facing? Supposed to be facing Molina, so Molina. that should be pretty good. Yeah, I think right now, as of right now, they only got like Molina versus Deanna Perrazzo for, uh, I don't even, yeah, the Impact Championship and then uh, NWA as of uh, Dynamite. Got Layla Hurst, the legit Layla Hurst versus Camille. Um, and then I know there's going to be a, like an NWA women's tag team title vacant match going on. Um, haven't really seen anything else, of course, but obviously there's those. The Battle Royal matches. is the Battle Royal will be the main event. The winner of the right. Battle Royal will fight the women's champion the next night on right. NWA 73. So appreciate the call, EJ. All right. Thanks, guys. I'll t- I'll thanks, EJ. Appreciate it. Well, Marty, what do you want to get through before the end of the show? Well, I mean, we just talked about uh, <clears throat> Empower. Um, we got Ring of Honor's got a pay per view coming out, coming out in a couple weeks. It's their first pay per view outside of Maryland since the, since pre COVID. Um, you have any interest in watching Ring of Honor at all? None. Okay. Well, then that's it. We can talk about it. I just I, I don't even know who's in Ring of Honor. I do know uh, Shane Taylor Productions. Like I like watching their stuff online. That would really be the only thing that I would watch because I like. Uh, Big bad kaiju. That's my guy. Um, but Ring of Honor, like I, just, I don't even know who's there. I don't know who the champion is. I mean, well, Bandito is still champion, and he's fighting okay. Flip Gordon the first night. I like Flip Gordon, <sighs> so that that's kind of a match I'm interested in. I think they have good chemistry in the mat in the ring. Um, Remember how over Flip Gordon was at one time? Uh, he was over, and then, then he bullied Ray, fucked him over. Like the Flip Gordon wasn't the Flip Gordon <laughs> bully like, like, Ray. Wait, how did Bully Ray fuck him over? You don't remember that? You watched the I remember match. the storyline, but... You, they but fought like, at Madison Square Garden. Yeah, but how, how's that Bully Ray's fault that he wasn't because, over anymore? 
Because Bully Ray fucked him up, man. Bully Ray knows like, oh, this guy lost to Bully Ray. Like, why are we? Even yeah, but then more? Bully Ray got beat up in a real fight by Enzo. <laughs> Enzo Martin whooped Bully Ray's ass in Madison Square oh, I mean, it wasn't a real fight. Like, it was clearly staged. But Bully Ray got choked out by Enzo Martin and tried to get up talking shit and get on busted open the next day like he was tough. Enzo whooped your ass. I watched it. I saw it in person. Anyway, um, I mean, the Gordon Briscoe, was- the Briscoes are fighting that night. Uh, I love the Briscoes, man. I, I, I kind of want to watch just because I haven't seen the Briscoes fight in a while. Um, are they fighting Green, for the titles? Um, no, not they're not fighting for the titles. Uh, Chelsea Green's got an un, unannounced match opponent right now, the Allure. So you got your Mandy Leone and Angelina Love fighting, which Ugh. doesn't really do anything for me. Um, night two, uh, Matt Taven versus Vincent. That's kind of oh, that's um. That's like actually an interesting match. I kind of want to see that one. It's uh, I saw basically they're fighting for Matt Taven's. Matt Taven was going to retire, right? Uh, well, this is well, this is a steel cage match for his Ring of Honor for his future Ring of Honor Championship match, right? But he was like, didn't they run an angle where he was going to retire? And yeah, he was like, no, you just fight me. The angle made no sense. I watched it and it made no sense whatsoever. I didn't recognize that was Matt Taven either. Yeah. Uh, I don't, even know, I don't even know who the fucking tag team champions are because it's not a tag team championship match on the entire card. They have two... Um, they have a, a six-man tag team championship match between Shane Taylor Productions and Incoherence. Um, but yeah, that's... I mean, there's not too many matches going on. Um, but I don't know. That's... I kind of want to watch Ring of Honor. I haven't watched in a while. Um kind of i don't know it's kind of like a palate cleanse if you so to speak because it's not aew not wwe new japan does can only do so much just because it's a different production you know uh yeah. ring of honor always has been like a wrestling show because they don't really do too many backstage things or anything like that um i don't know i kind of want to watch just kind of to get that palate cleanse especially because there's a lot of wrestling going on over that like three week period of time so it kind of be something a little bit different than SummerSlam and um all out i feel like for fans like me ring of honor probably lost the most during the pandemic because i was paying attention to ring of honor i was watching their pay-per-views i went to a couple of their shows i mean right before the pandemic i was at the fucking coca-cola roxy up here next to where the braves play Mm -hmm. watching uh god win the new japan tag titles and Ring of Honor bring in fucking the Rock and Roll Express, which I didn't understand. But like, so I was, Ring of Honor was on my radar. And then once the pandemic hit, they just kind of went downhill. And I just, I don't give, I, I hate to say it like this, but I don't, I just don't give a fuck about Ring of Honor anymore. Like there's nothing. And I see what they're trying to do. Like I still follow their shit on social media, but I don't know. It's just, Every time I tune into it, it just, I don't know what it is. The, the whole vibe of it just doesn't, it doesn't work for me. No, I get that. <clears throat> uh, I get that 100%. Absolutely. Um, I think that not only did they drop um, during the pandemic, but we also saw that they kind of started dropping six months prior than that, you know, um, be, you know, Bound by Glory um, and Honor to Kill, like back, or uh, Dishonor, Um back in last September of 20, 20, 2019 is kind of like the end of their thing. And they kind of started going downhill even further from there. And the pandemic hit 
and you know they're they're like the odd man out because everyone else got something going or a connection you know impact survived because they teamed up with new japan and they teamed up with aew nwa has survived because they started they doing more and more than what they're doing before um and wwe is just is wwe but ring of honor hasn't done shit they're they're definitely that they're that you know they're that team that's just satisfied to be in the league and that's about it you know what i mean like if you were to compare it to like baseball um they're the fucking chicago cubs like right now chicago cubs are aren't contenders they just gave away their top three players and they're just happy to fucking be there playing every day oh you mean like cody and the young bucks you know i'm just saying not saying names i'm just saying in general in generalities here you know they they let their top people go and they're just happy to be still, still around yeah so tune in next week when we talk about the death of ring of honor you're on boot to the face uh not really i i don't know man like i feel bad talking bad about them because i liked them for so long but i just there's there's nothing there's no loyalty there right like there's no it's not like monday night raw where i've been watching it for 30 fucking years and i have right. to keep watching it it's it's ring of honor like and they're not holding me as a casual ring of honor fan now they have their diehards that still buy honor club that still pay attention to everything they do their wrestlers are really interactive with people on social media so they have that going for them but a guy like me i just i don't have any interest in it anymore speaking of loyalty i saw an article this morning um from alex riley okay hey right you, know you know alex riley is right yeah okay so alex riley was released from the wwe a couple years ago and he came out and said that his loyalty to the WWE will he will turn he will turn down any offer from anybody, including AEW, because of his loyalty to the WWE. Who the fuck's trying to hire Alex Riley in 2021? Anyway? Not only that, but why is your loyalty <laughs> to a company that fucking let you go three years ago, four years ago? It's easy to say you're not going to sign anywhere with nobody <laughs> no offering, offering you anything contract? to sign. <laughs> oh, I was like, okay, loyalty, what the fuck? Get the hell out of here, dude. Come that on. That dude got cut in like 2015. Nobody's seen him since. Oh, yeah, I, got, got I saw that shit. And I was like, oh, that's a good one. That's a good one. I like that. That's funny. So, uh, Other than that, man, I don't got anything else this week. Well, then I guess that's it. Let's uh, can, uh, give our shout outs. Uh, I'm going to say right now, you don't listen to the, you don't pipe in on Twitch. You don't get a shout out. So 2020 Academy impossible commander root Co- cowboy, Robert Custis, 80 proof pod feet, JD hoop, seven Oh two sad underscore girl, uh, Tara Lynch, violet CV. Thank you guys for joining us today in our Twitch feed, uh, watching us live. Um, for those of you who participated and interacted during the chat, greatly appreciated. Pete Opolis was in there as well as chaos theory. Um, so we thank you guys for joining us today. Those are my for calling in. EJ for calling in and being there as well. Um, but those, are my, those are my shout outs. Jay for producing the show and throwing oh, yeah, that's a, the random. That's uh, I love how he's, are you, I, I love how he's typing both AD proof and boot to the face. Yeah. We'll see. He's got this. Uh, he's got a crazy hookup. It's like the fucking, the bat cave in his office. That works. Right. He's got like 17 screens. If he's, he's got Bruce all these Wayne, fucking computers. You're the robber. Right? Just saying. I don't know how he I don't know how he does it because he's always <clears throat> drunk as hell, too. So I don't know how he keeps everything so so organized. Uh-huh. Um, 
but he's got the stream deck, which I got one of them also. I got to learn how to work once. We got a lot of shit going on with me running the Twitch that it's taking way longer than I thought, but we'll get it taken care of. But with the stream deck, Marty, you can program all these little buttons. It's like a little fucking thing like this big. It's got 15 buttons on it. You can program the buttons. When you hit it, it'll change the scene or it'll fucking put something in the chat. And every time we say something, Jay's right there to fucking... If we talk about Discord, it'll be like five seconds later. Discord oh, be in the that's, chat. That's why this chat pops really quick. <laughs> all right, I got you. I dig it. So yeah. So not only that, not only is he producing it, he's actually listening to the fucking show like a real producer is supposed to, and like paying attention to when we say we're going to break and shit like that. Because if I was doing it, you'd have to text me. I'd be like, hold on, I'll be downstairs in a minute. Uh, so appreciate that, DJ. Uh, thanks everybody for watching. Tune in tomorrow, 6 p.m. Eastern's time. You want to ask Lisa Marie questions? Fucking tune in. And I will ask your questions that are non-perverted and non-offensive to a former women's wrestling legend. If you're here and you want to talk about it, uh, tell your friends, give us a follow. We gotta hit, we gotta hit 50 followers, become affiliate. Uh, give us a like on Instagram and sub on Twitter and all that shit like i don't even know how it works we got so much shit going on just find us wherever you find shit boot to the face and if there's a heart right there make sure it's red that's how you do that this has been episode 149 me and marty will be back next sunday 11 a.m eastern standard time twitch.tv slash boot to the face and i will be here tomorrow again 6 p.m eastern with lisa marie until then this has been episode 149 Peace. Later. It's the crew of the year that you're loving to hate. If you fucking with the team, you catch a boot to the face. Rebound from the boot, I hit the Irish whip. Don't be mad, cause we know your podcast ain't shit.